0: On this episode, we sit down with Blaine Prickett, local photographer and the man behind Instagram beham which is a really rad community of photographers and all things happening in downtown Birmingham. We talk about skateboarding, fishing, fatherhood, kind of just all over the place. He's a really cool dude and it was a lot of fun having him come and hang out. Be sure to check us out on YouTube, where you can watch this episode and every episode that we do you can also listen here on spotify and basically anywhere else you listen to podcasts this is heavy ultra this is heavy anyways thanks for coming to hang out man We've yeah got, thanks uh, for having me local photographer Blaine prickett right, uh, right outdoorsman I see all their fishing stuff that yeah. you put on your on your uh, your Instagram and you're also the man behind Instagram Beeham, which is yes, sir got a really strong following of like photographers and you know just local stuff that's happening here in the city it's really cool man
1: yeah I appreciate it so um yeah I started it eight years ago uh, July 1st 2012. Dude, Just eight years. It off. Yeah, that is crazy long. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and if you're following right now, you're probably like, "Why is he like not posting as much?" Because I'm taking a break after eight years. That's why. And uh, new dad, so hanging out with my daughter, yeah, doing congrats. a lot of. Thank you. Doing Dude, a lot That's of, awesome, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's been great, man. Uh, she's actually uh, seven months old today. Wow. So. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Big milestone. Yeah, so how,
0: how's uh, how's that first couple months been? The <sighs> oh, it was great.
1: So. Um, you know, you always have people like ask you, especially like new parents or just parents in general, like, yeah, so sleeping. I'm like, actually, yeah, we are. And they're like, wait, what? Really? Yeah. So like, it's, it's been pretty, pretty smooth sailing. Um, you know, which is rare for most, I guess, you know, from what I understand from my friends that have kids, but yeah, everybody's like, dude, you're so lucky, you know, that she's sleeping all, all night and stuff. I mean, she'll wake up once at every night, but for the most part, pretty easy uh so it's been great man seven months today like i said so it's been a lot of fun um i wish somebody told me sooner like how much fun it would be you know really yeah it's like
0: that's rad to hear man yeah it
1: it like you know i'm i've been married a few years now and uh it was just time and we both you know wanted a child and then so layla came along and it's been great ever since man so dude to anybody considering it yeah go for it
0: that's really cool, man. Our, our friends Alex and Sarah just uh, welcomed their second child, daughter. And um, I think she posted the other day on social, she was like, uh, I got five hours of sleep last night. It's a miracle, you know. <laughs> yeah, so it's a new record. Both of their kids, they have not slept at all the first couple of months. Um, so it's really funny to hear like their stories and, and stuff. So yeah, that's awesome. We don't have kids, but I can imagine it can be.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know. it's it's interesting. Um, but yeah, it's... and. and even even though your friends probably aren't sleeping so worth it you know they're they're loving it it's it's so much fun especially like this week i i bought my uh my daughter like this backpack uh like this super heavy duty like backpacking backpack for her to like ride on my shoulders pretty much yeah yeah and like so we went on our first hike with it the other day and she's just like in awe because now instead of like being in a stroller facing us or being face in her chest or whatever now she can see the world and you know you can kind of present that to her and stuff. It's pretty cool. That is cool. So yeah.
0: So um you're a photographer and right. uh right. Yeah. obviously got a really successful uh following on your Instagram B account. It's really cool. How did all that get started and, and how did you kinda of get into photography in the first place?
1: Well so um I actually started it july first, two thousand twelve. Um I remember it because I was literally eating like my I was eating like fruity pebbles or something, just like chilling on the couch, and that's when it like hit me to kind of kick this thing off um i you know Instagram had been around since two thousand and ten um here i I joined like two thousand eleven um and I spent a good bit of time on it leading up to that and then I noticed these communities across the country popping up, people kind of showcasing their cities, showing it off to the world, you know. Uh, whether it be to locals or to people just interested in visiting these places, and uh, at the time I was working uh, in marketing, and graphic design, and I was like, "Well, who better to kick this off than me?" Mm. Uh, so that's when I started it. I actually started it, created the account, and then like immediately created like a logo, cover photo for a Facebook page, and like just ran with it from there. And then uh, initially, I started running around the city with cell phone and a point and shoot, just shooting photos of different things that I knew about, like cool little hidden gems or like nice little areas for taking a photo of the city, you know, sunset, what have you. Um, so that's how it started and then slowly but surely presented it to the people that started following, um, presented it to them to like, Hey, you guys can share photos, you know, with members of this community. That's what this is going to be. It's going to be a community, uh, share your photo, use hashtag Instagram, be him. And then from there it just took off. Um, so now it's, I don't know how many, it's like hundreds of thousands of photos and videos That's on cra- the yeah. hashtag.
0: See if you can pull that up, Katie. I think we had the account pulled up a second ago. Yeah, like
1: just the hashtag alone is,
0: I mean, it's pretty it's, stacked. It's pretty wild, man. And it's so just th- like this is a
1: mix of like photos of community members or photos that I've taken.
0: Yeah. Um, it's just all like Birmingham based, yeah, just all things Birmingham. that are happening. And it's
1: either stuff happening or me, you know, partnering with. Uh, companies or organizations true. to give away stuff and you know have contests and things but or photos submitted from members of the community and again just or stuff I'll run around and shoot but um, majority of it now is from members of the community especially now that I'm a new
0: dad <laughs> yeah sure um, <clears throat> so when you got started with it I mean were there other community-based like I guess pages like that. I mean I, I see like there's dozens of them now, you know. There's yeah, BHM now. There's Happenings in the Ham. There's badass Hams. Like it's just saturated. Like no
1: knock on any of those guys, but they oh, weren't yeah, around. Yeah. they weren't around then. It's not uh, the OG. Well, I mean they weren't around then. Like the Happenings uh, folks, I know them well and uh you know I don't know when they actually started up their thing, but, uh, they followed Instagram, be him. I know that like pretty early on. Yeah. Uh, the Behem now thing. Yeah. That kicked off just a couple of years, like a few years ago or something. Uh, but there's several other ones, you know, uh, that naturally popped off since, um, Yeah. I know you had the, what's the guy eating Alabama, eating Alabama, Nick. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, that's a cool. account. Um, I love that it's turned into that. There's so many different things, the happenings, folks, through the events, you know, what have you. My thing was, I just wanted to present the city to the world. That was it, uh, be it through beautiful photography or to locals that may not know about things that we already have. Okay. I had a lot of conversations with people like my own age that were like, man, I'm, I'm leaving, going to California, or I'm, I'm moving. Dude, how many times did place. I hear that? That's yeah. Right. I hate Alabama. Alabama sucks. It's yeah. like, okay. Well, have you ever done this or been here or done this or seen this? No, we we have that. Like, yeah, dude, we we do. You know, like, so it was for, you know, those folks, it's for everybody just to show them like what we actually do have uh, and let people, you know, members of the community themselves present it to one another, you know. And then I would just showcase it like, hey, can I share this photo, you know, and then, and that's how it started and it kicked off from there. Well, it's, um,
0: it's really rad, man. And over the course of the last eight years, I mean, the city's grown tremendously. Yeah, I mean, just yeah. All the new things that are happening, and it's a really it's, good way to it's like kind of stay for sure. in the know. Yeah, right. So, um, yeah, it's really 2012.
1: Cool. There was like a whole lot of nothing. So. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> man, that's crazy. Um,
1: um, but yeah, man. So it's been a lot of fun. Um, and 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 for the account to grow right along with the city has been it's been, you know, so much fun to see. You know, and, and it makes it so much easier to, to share these things. And so many more talented people, you know, latching onto the account. Yeah. It's one thing Birmingham has no shortage of is talented people, whether it be photographers, videographers, musicians, mm-hmm. you name it. There's a lot of talent in this town. And a lot of it, um, you know, fortunately, Instagram provides a way for them to present their talents to the world. And then, you know, they share it with this community, and I share it with the world as well. So... That was the whole premise behind it.
0: That's cool, man. I look at an account like, you know, Beham Now, for example. They're like right. a full blown, like, yeah, it's like a media marketing group. media group. Right. Yeah. Right. But you, you didn't really want to go that direction. No, no. Okay.
1: It's so, <laughs> it's kind of funny you say that. Cause like I've had early on, I had like people trying to buy the account from me. Sure. And it got real weird. So
0: I was cheers. about to say, like, how does that work? Do you have like, <clears throat> say I'm a restaurant owner and right. I approach you and I'm like, hey, man get My name out there, like, how does that work? Do you just, yeah, can anybody just get on the account? How do you, no, no, sort no, sort of, no, what does so, that look like? Oh, like working with people, or yeah, I don't know, whatever what, you're about to say. Anytime you
1: know? I've ever worked with anybody, that's just kind of me picking and choosing who to work with. Just a heads up, don't email me and say, Hey, tell the world what I have and what I do is better than <laughs> sliced bread because okay. I will never support you, <laughs> like, period. I have uh, the best hamburgers in town. And right. You need to tell the world. I wh- deserve
2: yeah. to be on your page. The man.
1: funniest the funniest thing ever was early on was running around the city, running this account that was gaining steam, and at the time was one of the few social media accounts that had like 10-plus thousand followers or whatever the case. And uh, But running around and, like, n- I didn't tell anybody. It was me. Like, nobody knew except for, like, maybe my best friends in the world, and that was it. And then, like, going to a place – you know maybe not being treated the best and then like but then get an email from the same person like hey like we'd love to have you and like show you and give you the world and like, you're like dude i was there i was <laughs> totally rude that <laughs> whatever i don't know i mean that uh just just so people know that's how they should treat all their customers i mean you know that's a good lesson for everybody if you're in in any kind of service industry is like you don't know who's coming through there because literally those same people email you like hey like we want to give you like free meal and you just come like hang out and take pictures of our restaurant it's like i was just there last night little do you know (laughs) you (laughs) were the person that waited on me you know like that kind of deal so uh but and i'm not you know it's not all bad it had it it did happen a couple times it was kind of funny um and then there were other instances that were kind of silly too like uh when people like, close to me started figuring out that it was me. Like, girls would come up and say, like, there's guys, like, presenting themselves to uh, girls at the bar. Like, you know I run Instagram Beat right? Him, right? What? Yeah. Dude. It was so silly. Our dog's okay. going crazy for okay. anybody that's listening. That's, that's all good. But it was funny. I mean, you have to think this is early Instagram years, too. So okay. it wasn't what it is today where it's, like, half the city has 10 plus thousand followers or something. It seems nowadays like back then it was like, I guess a big deal, but, uh, it was, it was pretty funny.
0: Is uh, Instagram dying off? Is it no being replaced by, you know, I don't TikTok think so. I think,
1: I think they, you know, I think they're just trying to be too much like it, like when they updated recently and I'm sure you guys, yours may have updated too, where like now the post button is like way in the corner and yeah. like, there's like a store button down yeah. here. It's like what is going on? So I don't know. I still love it. Um I'm just like, guys, let let the TikToks be the TikToks and all that, and you just keep doing it you but I don't know.
0: Yeah, it definitely seems like it has a place where it's It does. It's, but, it's not all video related and but they're trying to be more TikTokish with the reels and all right, that stuff. So Right. I mean I guess that's just the trends. I don't know. It
1: is what it is, but uh yeah. Early years. It was kind of funny. That's cool. <laughs> like, all of that. So,
0: so how did you, so what do you do? Are you, you said you were outside into, of it. What you said you were into like uh, marketing, uh, when you well, kind of started it.
1: So at the time, yeah, I was working for a actually a girlfriend's family's company, um, and was working in marketing for their small business, um, which was actually a manufacturer of like desserts and things. But, uh, Since then, you know, I've left, I I actually work at a local university. I manage seven retail businesses that are like, you know, food businesses. Uh, so that's what I do for a day job, um, photographer as well in spare time, uh, you know, shoot family photos, engagement photos, stuff like that. Just, you know, not as like a, you know, my main thing, but just something to do, you know, for fun on the side. Well, it's pretty uh,
0: rad, man. I was surfing through your site and I saw like pictures from Italy and, uh, like portugal oh, yeah, that, or something like, uh, that was, like you're doing a lot of traveling and stuff. It's really cool
1: well that's the only international traveling i've ever done but it was pretty sweet that's
0: awesome we had our friend justin on here and he's um he, he big photographer and he travels all over the country and does all, a lot of outdoor like landscape type right. stuff and it's really rad and so i didn't really um didn't know if you were into doing anything like that because i saw on your instagram where you do a lot of uh Big into fishing and stuff. That's cool. All right. Yeah.
1: A buddy of mine a few years ago introduced me to fly fishing, uh, my buddy Stu. And um, I've been hooked, you know, no pun intended ever since. And so we take a lot of trips, you know, all over the Southeast and go fish. This weekend, we're going to North Georgia to do some fishing. Um, Yeah. So just, I just shoot all that stuff for fun, man. It's not like work. It's just, I take my camera everywhere. Yeah. Uh, A lot of buddies of mine used to give me, you know, shit for running around the city with a backpack and always had it on me. My camera is always with me. Yeah, dude. Uh, I just enjoy it. You know, I grew up, um, you know, wanting to get into photography, didn't really have the opportunity, had like a shitty uh, Polaroid when I was a small child. And then that transformed into some other film camera. But uh, nothing ever really came of it. And then I guess it died off. I focused on like, you know, uh, graphic design and drawing and things like that throughout teenage years. And then so interestingly enough, like Instagram kind of brought photography back to me in a way. Like, sure. uh, yeah, it makes I, everybody
0: want to be a better photographer, yeah, I, mean, I guess. I don't know. I
1: mean, I always admired people that were great photographers and then now I'm able to follow them and see like everything they're doing. And it, it made me want to get back into it. And sure enough, that's what led me to do all this. So, mm-hmm. um, and still to this day, like all the Birmingham photographers, there's so many great ones. West, Frazier, like uh there's so many of them um that that are really really good that uh that i you know they'll push you to become better like just you know that's that's one of the plus sides of, of that whole app um uh, no matter how much they change it i think the the root of it will always be that you
0: know so it was built around the aspect of photography and the, right, right yeah yeah right so. yeah the, the
1: entire thing's built around the aspect of photography and and uh and just sharing you know Birmingham with the world so, yeah that's cool speaking of
0: Wes, yeah he's he is a really talented dude. I follow him does yeah. he do like film mostly or is he doing digital or both or? I don't know I mean oh, I, okay I, yeah. I mean
1: I, I wouldn't know I, I've never been with him while he's shooting anything uh, he'd be somebody to have on here uh, Justin week uh, I mean uh, Josh weekman as well he's a concert photographer he's really really good yeah um, all those dudes so talented though um, Uh, do you
0: think it's gotten harder just because of the technology and the ease of you know our smartphones can do what digital cameras could do you know five years ago and do you think it's harder for someone who wants to be a photographer full-time professionally professionally to to kind of make their mark nowadays when it's everywhere you know
1: yeah that's an interesting question I don't know one of those dudes would probably have to answer it you know I mean. Since I'm not doing it full time, I don't know. Um I do know you are competing now with everybody's cousin who got a DSLR yes. for Christmas. You know, that's that's the problem. Uh mm. I don't know about smartphones taking over or anything, you know. Yeah, I guess it's uh, not quite not there yet. Not there but, yet, but um yeah. It's yeah, well. yeah, a lot of a lot of folks that are like, oh, no, my cousin will do it for free. You know, okay. Um it just comes down to the quality you want, you know. Sure. <laughs> and the knowledge you know that people have uh gained over the years to to create what you want so well dude like that's
2: something that you guys run into a lot or would run into a lot
0: yeah not as much as you'd think we do a lot of wedding photography and um you know i hear it a lot like oh man you must see people like getting in your shots all the time with their iphones and stuff it's like really not not that much but um yes sometimes i don't know (laughs) You have to tell Uncle Ben to sit down. I do remember one time we were shooting, and the bride was walking down the aisle, and I was actually doing video for this wedding, and this lady stepped just right out in the aisle in the middle of my way with a big iPad. Oh, man. And I'm like, you're killing me. Like, come on. You
1: must have shot a wedding my
0: grandmother was at or something. Yeah. And so, a lot of, but a lot of uh, our, like, uh, photography clients and stuff, they will... uh, have signs and stuff up saying, hey, keep your phone in your pocket. We've right. professionals we here. We paid a lot of money for yeah, this. Yeah, and so most people respect that. <laughs> and so we don't have that big of an issue. But, uh, man, you grew up um, – you said you grew up in Hoover. Right. And uh, yeah. we're into skateboarding. We were kind of talking about that before and, right. and how the, all the miscellaneous connections we have through skating. And there stuff is is really
1: cool. There is two degrees of separation in this city from everyone. So, yeah, um, you know, half the people you have on your podcast, like I know personally it's kind of funny – um, but yeah, skateboarding, man. That back in the day, there was nothing to do in this town but skateboard. You yeah. Know, as a kid, as uh, either your parents had money to take you to Vail or you were skateboarding in the streets in Birmingham. Man, I was skateboarding in the streets. So.
0: Dude, I was so jealous of uh, all the kids that got to go to like, not that anybody I knew, but just seeing other like in magazines and stuff, Camp Woodward, and I was oh, like, yeah. dude, I want to go to Woodward so bad. Yeah. It'd be so
1: much fun. Yeah, but, uh,
0: Josh Weekman can tell you about
1: that. He worked there for a while. Uh, really? He's a BMX guy,
0: yeah. Dude, I think I saw some of his pictures. Uh, had, I guess it was him. I didn't know if he was just taking pictures of people BMXing or if that was Both. pictures of himself. But yeah,
1: so. uh, yeah. I always want to go to Woodward too, but uh, – I was never good at skateboarding. It was, oh, more, me neither. No, that's it was like, more like, I, I'm the filmer, guys. I'll put together the video. <laughs> yeah, you dude, know.
0: That was me. I ran around with that uh, that GL2 behind you. And nice. Like, that was my thing. I was like, well, I'm not good enough to make it as a yeah, I'll skateboarder, film. but I can film and just hang out with my buddies. I stuff. was
2: just the little bro- brother that tagged along. Hell yeah! He, he hated it. Mom yeah. would make me go with him and his friends, and he'd be like, please don't make me take Zach. It wasn't that <laughs> bad, man. It was pretty bad. I remember we were going to uh, – We went to his buddy Randy's house, who we grew up in Pleasant Grove, and Randy lived a pretty good bit away. They're like, oh, we're skating, and Zach, you just ride your bike. And I feel like my bike had, like, a flat tire, so you made me walk or run behind them as they skated down the street. I don't remember that at all. Oh, man. No way. It was cold. When Randy comes on, we'll talk about it. I'm sure you remember. Yeah, yeah,
1: I don't
0: remember that at all, dude. So did you skate at all?
2: I skated all of his hand-me-down boards. Oh, yeah. yeah? But
1: Here's another cracked one. (laughs) yeah uh, I'm done with this it's true
2: and um, we talked about it with Peter our dad got us plans to build a half pipe one year and so they built it and I want to say either the day or the day after we built it I broke my arm on it I do
0: remember that yeah that was crazy so you guys were
1: talking about the Homewood skate park in the episode with Peter uh, Mm -hmm. of your podcast that freaking mini ramp there i broke my wrist on that mini ramp really yeah i clipped that barrier at the top and just flew off the edge oh dang yeah and just snapped it here's the worst part it was during a contest they were having at the park so everybody at the park's like shut the hell up (laughs) like because i'm like like, no dude i'm really hurt i'm screaming on the ground like oh my god and everybody's like shut up we're trying to watch you know it's like
0: oh dude yeah it's brutal i've been fortunate i've never had any like the only time I've had like a, or anything, but the
1: only time I ever broke a bone. But it was there, and
0: that sucked. Um, yeah, dude, that's crazy. Well, maybe you can give us some tips going back to the fishing thing, man. We right. bought kayaks, and do you fish anywhere around here?
1: Yeah, yeah, the okay. Cahaba
0: for sure. Okay, um, we've been fishing in for lakes and stuff a couple of months we've now. Been
2: fishing. We <laughs> bought fishing gear.
0: What do you call it when you we've go been casting, Cast nice. a lot, yeah,
2: nice for like a year and it's a like, half now, like yeah. spin
1: casting or. Are you fly fishing? What are you doing? No, we're not. definitely not fly like Spinner
0: baits and, and okay. stuff. And we've tried everything. Nice. I got fed up. We went to Lake uh, Logan Martin for Memorial Day last year. Was it yeah. last year? Yeah. And we were like, we're, this is it, man. We're, we got three <laughs> days on the lake. We're going to catch some fish, and we didn't catch anything. Oh, man. And uh, I inherited a lot of like fishing gear from my grandfather. And so I was just going through his old tackle boxes and just trying anything and everything. Anything you can find. But I don't know, man. I think I'm cursed. We just can't. <laughs> we got, get we the, got hang the kayaks, we got the rods, we
2: got the lures. We looked the part. Oh, you're but ready. We're just out there floating. Oh, yeah, I look it. cool. I
0: look cool. Yeah, but I.
1: It I, happens. I, I can't catch anything. I've gone. Yet. I've gone fishing several times within the last few months and caught nothing. So we went happens.
2: during a fishing tournament.
1: Oh man. <laughs>
2: Everybody's catching fish. Yeah, that's funny. Not us. So, nice. Yeah, it's
1: like hit or miss. I'll like not catch anything for several trips, and then recently oh. caught like a 24 inch rainbow trout. Like, I never catch anything that big, it was massive fish. Yeah. Where was that? Uh, I'll tell you off air, okay. <laughs> okay. Was it in Alabama? Yeah, oh, it's our really? only trout spot. Yeah, what there's yeah. trout in Alabama? I there's didn't two know that. spots, but yeah,
0: there's only one.
1: Somewhat close to here.
0: Okay, well, that tells you what I know stockers, the local fish, no
1: wild trout. It's all stocked.
0: Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's cool, man. We've um, uh, I've never fished the Cahaba, but I've uh, a friend of mine. He goes a lot, and he seems to have luck there. Yeah. And then, but we have fished like some of the local lakes and stuff. Never been to Lake Purdy. Okay. Uh, because after we bought our kayaks, we were like, dude, I want to take our kayaks out and do stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard that there, you you can't bring your own vessel. Like you have to rent your boats from there you just
1: put in somewhere where that's, they can't see you. i
0: didn't know if that cause somebody else told me that too they're like oh man don't worry about that yeah just go. and i was yeah like, we
1: put our kayaks in there a few, a few times you just put it in where they don't see you. you just don't pull up to like where the boat launched. that's what i'm saying yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get there's, your bright
0: orange kayak, and you're just carrying it down. Yeah, the you water. just
1: look for the other guys putting their kayaks in on the side of the road on one nineteen and that's where you go. <laughs> okay. Well maybe you can
0: tell me where the spot is to do. Right. That. Yeah. But there's nobody out there like policing the waters or like, not that I like obviously of. you're in your own kayak. Yeah, like. not
1: that I know of. I've never had any issues out there. Okay. Uh but definitely float the Cahaba. You'll have a lot of luck out there. That's that's where you'll catch a bunch of red eye
0: bass and stuff. Really? Yeah. We floated it's it a fun. couple of times, but um, I was like, I'm not going to catch anything, so I didn't get yeah. my fishing group. Oh, you will. Yeah, it's uh, a good time out well, there. Well, you've never gone fishing with me, so I don't know. <laughs> I think we scare the fish away or something. Yeah,
1: we probably, you know, both skunk it up on that day. Uh, I don't have the best luck either. Uh, I enjoy fly fishing simply for the fact that it takes you to some beautiful places. It takes you to some postcard-looking, you know, mountain terrain, like beautiful Uh, rivers and things that and then fly fishing you're constantly walking the river so it's a change of scenery every cast you know oh i didn't catch anything on that cast i'm gonna keep walking and cast down here and then so like by the end of the day you have walked like a couple miles and it's just nothing but beautiful you know i mean that's why you see fly fishermen in like tennessee colorado like washington oregon like all these You know, and then on on the uh, North Carolina, Georgia, like North Georgia, Blue Ridge, places like that that are just amazing. You know, even if you don't catch anything, you just look around like, oh, man, this is great. You know, so that's typically what we do is go on camping trips and go fishing and, you know, we catch them or we don't. But either way, it's a good time.
0: So who introduced you to fly fishing?
1: Uh, My buddy, Stu, Stu New, that's his name. Okay. Uh, Scientist at UAB. Yeah, (laughs) Stu's the man. So he introduced me and uh, our – so I have a diehard group of buddies that I grew up with that we're still all best friends uh, since I met them when I first came to their school in middle school. But um, Stu introduced pretty much all of us to fly fishing, and uh, yeah, it's been fun. So like I said, we're going to North Georgia Saturday at like 6 a.m. We're hitting the road just to go fish. Again, might not catch anything, but where we're going is going to be so nice. that's like, eh, it's a good day.
0: So just like a quick weekend right. trip, I guess. Well,
1: in that case, we're just going for the day. You know, a few weeks ago, we went and got a cabin. Um, out of my guy friends, all of us take COVID pretty seriously. So yeah. everybody's been either working from home or quarantine or what have you, or constantly tested. Uh, so it's pretty safe around these dudes. So we got a cabin, went out there and fished, North Georgia, out in the woods near Helen, Georgia. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but mm-hmm. it's, like a, it's like a little German mountain town uh, where they – uh, celebrate Oktoberfest and stuff. It's pretty cool.
0: Um cool area and cheap cabins too. So pull up um Katie if you can pull up his account that first page. There was a couple pictures that you had. Um scroll back up towards the top. That uh like okay, scroll down. So like that picture on the left um yeah, below it's, that it's, one.
1: Oh uh, down. Yeah, right there. Right like there. where where is this right here? This is um this
0: is in Alabama.
1: Oh wow! Okay, yeah. 64 curve. I see it. Right, right.
0: Doesn't look like Alabama, man. You no, it good, you got some bad photography skills, dude. That looks awesome.
1: So that was actually shot on my cell phone. I didn't have I my told DSLR. You, see, there it is, man. Like, yeah, I didn't have my
0: DSLR that day. I can't tell the difference anymore. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that day I didn't have my I didn't have my DSLR. Uh, not wet waiting. So I have waiters on them in the water, like you know, up to my chest. So definitely not dragging the DSLR out in that but uh do you do a lot of fishing like down in the gulf or like not, not really i mean uh i'll do it when we go but i'm not any good at it you know i don't know what i'm doing down there i grew up down at the gulf like every summer my family has a spot down in orange beach we had a shrimp boat so i spent most of my time on a shrimp boat. what you had a shrimp boat yeah we were i'm a modern day forrest gump but uh, <laughs> <Bubble> <laughs> wait, wait, wait wait we, we did what, my what? family did it doesn't it doesn't exist anymore
0: what, what is that like? Yeah, let's talk about it. It's a
1: tiny, <laughs> tiny little vessel. It wasn't like some commercial fisherman, you know, shrimp boat. So, y'all are uh,
0: just casually shrimping.
1: It was my grandfather and uh, the casual shrimper. The <laughs> the casual
2: <laughs>
0: shrimper, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's like it's a family thing where they, uh, yeah, they would go out on the boat, drink beer, drag a net through the bay. At the end of the day, you know, just have shit tons of shrimp and they would take like two liter bottles cut the top of the bottle off and just stuff it with shrimp, throw it in the freezer and give it out to family. So like everybody had like one of these two liters just full of shrimp at all times. So did they live down there? No, so we just have a a house down there in Orange Beach. Okay. My great grandmother lived down there back in the day, like in the the nineties before she passed. And then now it's just like a family spot. My grandparents are slowly migrating there for good sure yeah. yeah they're trying to Retirement sell stuff. off and right. stuff right they've been retired forever they're trying to sell off their house and go for good now but uh yeah yeah that was the childhood on the on the gulf
2: maybe Dude. we stop fishing and start shrimp start that's
1: shrimping right. yeah man that's just right. dragging that through the water drink
0: yeah. beer i could well, do that i was so
1: bored as a kid it was only fun when they brought everything on the boat and then you had all these fish and crazy shit flopping around all over the place on the boat and they're sifting through it for the shrimp mm-hmm. you know and that's like trash and fish and shrimp and everything else they're sucking through yeah i mean it's in the base i mean it's just a big ass net they're dragging down the bottom but uh yeah it was so boring and then fast forward to today as an adult that would be enjoys so a cold awesome, beer dude. yeah i'm like fuck that would have been awesome yeah, you know man, that would have been awesome like have a six-pack and just cruise the bay and just go over and turn the wheel again and then go back over and yeah. drink another one you know that seems pretty cool Dude, that is cool, uh, man. you got to get back into that. Yeah, I'd love to. That's pretty rad. I need to hit the lottery. I told my grandfather, I was like, if we hit the lottery, we're getting a shrimp boat.
0: <laughs> so what does a shrimp bro- boat look like? I mean, could I, I, I just put a net behind any boat? And, I don't know, so man. Take the kayaks. Yeah. yeah.
1: You get on one side, and
2: we'll cast a it's net It's not a bad idea. It's <laughs> yeah. just paddle power. Yeah. <laughs> Once oh, it starts getting full,
1: I backed out That's uh, about as much as I know about it. I don't know, man. Uh, it was a. I just know it had these, like, Bars off the back. Yeah, that I imagine dra- like the Force Gump boat, right? That yeah. dr- that was dragging. The- but it, again, it wasn't a big. It wasn't very big. You know, it was right. a, it was a smaller boat, but. Uh, it did, it had a big ass net and then they just drag it and then pull everything on board. And then you'd have like dolphins following you cause all the shit falling out I, of the net. I, you know? I literally
0: thought you were about to say we have dolphins get caught in the net. No, no. No, the- <laughs> oh, that'd be a huge bummer. <laughs> oh dude. No, nah, they just follow
1: it and just eat everything. So we gotta toss you know the it, dolphin back in the water. <laughs> you know how you go to the Gulf and see all those people pay like tons of money for those dolphin cruises and stuff? Yeah, so yeah, like yeah. when I was a little kid, I was like why are they on the dolphin cruise? Why don't they just like hop on our boat? And start like, shrimping. There's yeah. Start dolphins There's dolphins everywhere.
0: Yeah. Just get in the boat guys. Dude. Yeah. Up. It's cool. good times. So what's, uh what's life like in 2020 running um your Instagram b and and you it's said, interesting. So, so. so I, I kind of alluded to this earlier. Do you have businesses that reach out to you that right. say, Hey, I want a partner or For I sure. want, I want, to get some exposure like
1: yeah i mean that's an every single
0: day thing i was about to um, say man you've got like fifty thousand followers like but I, and i you know so how do you how do you i don't know what do you man, do with i that? just
1: <laughs> i i'll create relationships with these people meet them and it kind of explain like that's not what i do you know i'm not gotcha. here to tell i'm not here to tell everyone that your restaurant's better than the other one down the other pizza spot down the street like that's just not what i'm here to do but, you know, there are other things we can do, you know, you can be a part of some big giveaway that we do eventually, or just kind of like, let's create that relationship to where you know what I'm about and what I know what you're about. Like, I'm not, again, I'm not going out to just promote, promote, promote all these small or all these businesses in general. Yeah. Because um, you have to imagine, yeah, you I, I get like an email or a DM every single day and it's kind of, you get burnt out on it. I sure. mean- uh i'm sure people are like i i emailed him he never responded he <laughs> like i sure didn't <laughs> <That jerk>. uh <laughs> i was deleting all of them that day no uh yeah it's interesting though um, but
0: do you think there would be some kind of like financial incentive to do something like that there is not interested no in no, that no that there
1: thing? is there has been oh, i mean okay. I, to sit here and say i haven't made money off of instagram be him would be a lie
0: okay
1: i mean i'm not gonna sit here and lie about any of that, but it's not from me selling people shit. They don't need. Gotcha. It's more so in those cases are me, uh, either friends or people that I have a working relationship with where I'm like, Hey, let's provide an experience that your company's willing to offer to people that might not get that experience. Here's a good example. Like, and I don't know what your childhood was like, but I know what mine was like. I wasn't invited and given free shit to do anything, you know, Growing up or as a teenager, like I wasn't getting free concert tickets. I wasn't getting this, that, or the other. Um, so here's an opportunity to do that, you know? Um, so that things like that, you know, uh, and, and, and not to like, just, you know, I guess, talk about all of it, but that, that's just an example. Like, uh, for a while, you know, I had a partnership with Sloss Fest and stuff and we sure, would yeah. give away tons and tons and tons of tickets. I mean, in turn, things like that, make them money. It's another thing in, in, in promoting what they have going on, which is something I believed in, not only for what they're providing as far as this badass festival, but they did a lot for local musicians as well. Sure. Um, so it's not just a big corporate thing. Uh, they did a lot for Birmingham bands, rappers, you name it. Uh, that was huge. Uh, so things like that that I actually believe in that I know it's not going to bite me in the ass. Like I'm not just going to run around and just promote a bunch of shit. Gotcha. Just, you know, it, it, it is what it is. Fair uh, enough. That'd be like you guys. Somebody be like, Hey, have me on your podcast so I can sit here and just talk about, you know, That's it's right. kind of like, eh, why? <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: Not really into it. <laughs> not that. into it.
1: Yeah. yeah. So it's the same thing. So, uh,
0: well, rip sloss fest. I mean, that was,
2: I was going <sighs> to say it, but I didn't.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, it's such a drag that it kind of ended. Do you know any of the reason behind some? I, mean, I guess I'm sure it's financial, I would, I would, yeah. In some I mean, way, I would think.
1: If you and if you think about it, every year it's like those last years. They just kept having problems with the freaking rainstorms. The f- yeah, and, shit. Man, and I know that's
0: gotta have hurt so much. Yeah. yeah,
1: especially the last one. You know, the last one cut the the entire festival short. Um And then they actually Red Mountain Entertainment. You know, didn't they? They got bought out by um what's the major concert folks? Live Nation. Live Nation. Yeah. So I'm I did sure not know that. Yeah. So I'm well. sure Live Nation had a hand in that. Like, eh, we've got this one, this one, this one. You know, yeah. do we need I don't know. I don't want to speak on their behalf. Right. You know, who right. knows? You know. I just know all the people that were behind Sloss Fest were great people, doing awesome work. Um it was a fun festival. So it only lasted um, what,
0: three years, I think. I can't like remember. The, three I or four, it was like three something or four. like that. Yeah. Do uh, we have any other, like, big... I know we have, like, the local Slice Fest, like, here in... Slice like, Fest. Avenue um, and stuff, but, like, do we the, have any other big festivals? There was the other one. What was, like,
1: a year ago, like, Moon something festival? And I, I feel like a jerk. Sorry to the people that run that. that
0: yes, uh, I do remember <laughs> seeing posters for that. Yeah. But I didn't know what it was really about. I think it was the There's first a lot of, like, indie bands and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and yeah.
1: And, you know, underground hip-hop scene and, and, and bands and stuff. But, uh, yeah, I mean, there's... The, there's always people making shit happen in Birmingham. You know, the live nations or the the big guys of the world might not necessarily think about Birmingham as like a go-to spot to make shit happen. But the people who believe in this town, the people who love Birmingham, they're willing to put in the work to make shit happen. That's one of the best things about this place. Um, and, and there's a lot of people out there trying to do it, um, which is super cool. That is for cool, sure.
0: Man. So who are you stoked on right now or any any big I mean, obviously with COVID going on, it's like a lot of things kinda right stagnated and stuff. I heard that my life has like been on pause. It's been so I know, weird. man. It's driving us all crazy. And that's the incentive to start this, I guess.
1: Yeah, I mean it is what it is. And that's you know, uh, with the new baby and everything and COVID, it's kinda just stagnant in the city and everything. I've just kinda taken a step back and chilled with with my daughter and, and just hung out and watched stuff you know start to happen i don't know you know uh but um
0: uh, it's crazy i think know. the uh at the time of this recording they said that restaurants and stuff can offer like to go alcohol sales again mm-hmm. and stuff so i think they're trying to help like local restaurants to kind of get a leg up it's good with the cases going back up and everything i know
1: yeah it's it's good everybody was it's been pretty wild i can't imagine to be in those position, the positions of those owners of those businesses and having to get creative i mean i think to like queen's park that bar that does like these cocktails where they like make a pat uh some sort of package for you to make your own kind of deal that's pretty at rad. least that's what i've seen from the outside looking in i don't know
0: I've never, you're the first, second person that's mentioned Queens Park I haven't yeah. been there. Um, yeah. I started following them and stuff. Well, there's
1: so many bars and restaurants like every month, it seems, that Dude. pop off, you know.
0: I figured you'd be the one in the know, man. you know. I like, usually, the, well, I am. The
1: newest, latest, well, greatest and stuff. I, I am, but I don't get to them that often, you know, uh, being a dad, <laughs> all sure, that yeah, stuff. Man. But uh, yeah, it's a lot of restaurants that open up. It, literally, it seems like every month and then the bars as well. But that's a good one. Queens Park's cool. Um, yeah, so.
0: That's cool, man. So no one, um, no other businesses and stuff, anything I, I maybe wouldn't have heard of or anything new that's come to town. Um, you know, you mentioned some, I don't know, like I know, um, like when I was growing up or in college and stuff, a lot of my friends, um, had the same ideas. They're like, Birmingham sucks. I'm getting out of here, right. you know, and. You know the grass is always greener type deal, and had some friends move out to California and move all over the place, but then they ultimately all kind of sort of migrated back. back. Yeah, right. it's and, like we'll uh,
1: see you when you want to have kids. Yeah, <laughs> when you want to settle down, right? Uh, it, yeah, it's just the way it is. Um, and that was that was the whole thing behind everything that I do. You know, uh, as far as on social media and as far as that account goes. You know, I grew up loving this town. Uh, obviously, still do. Uh, believed in it. I remember when Railroad Park was just a field with burning barrels and there were no, there was no park there. It was homeless people, burning barrels, and trash, and that was it. And nothing was down there. The ball field wasn't there. Good people wasn't down there, like nothing. Um, but, you know, growing up here, I still had a sense of pride of like, this is my town, dude. Like this is where I grew up. You know, I love it here. It's got so much potential. As soon as somebody sees it, it's going to pop off, and then sure enough, you know they build that park, they build railroad park, they just and everything blows up around it and then uh, people have a sense of pride about it. Uh people that grew up here realize, you know, I can do it here. You know, I don't have to run off to Atlanta or run off wherever. I mean, I can, they can do those things, but they're going to want to come back and like, you know, start something up here, which is super cool. Dude, um, I
0: think the the whole city walk thing that's that's going on. You know, just seeing the lights and stuff right. downtown lights. Um it looks so cool. Dude, yeah. it's like I haven't seen really any other, I've never been anywhere else that's, that's done something like under the bridge like that right? or has like a, I think, you know, we had Peter on last episode and kind of talked about the skate park aspect of it, but I think he said the entire thing is going to be like 10 blocks long. Yeah. It's crazy, dude. And then, uh, just driving around and seeing the lights lit up from the interstate and stuff. It's just wild. Yeah, It's It's already looking pretty
1: cool, but when they build that park, that'll be a game
0: changer. Dude, um, it's been a long time coming, man. It it's, has. I man, it's, it's just been a, a dead
1: zone forever, and you know there was such pushback about that interstate dividing the city, anyways. So, hopefully, this bridges that gap, you know. And then the football field's gonna be over there. Yeah, now. that's insane.
0: Yeah, the whole uptown area. Yeah, I mean, rad.
1: it's it's to a point now where if you didn't drive through the city after you just stayed out of the city for like a month or two, and then you drive back through it, you're like, what? Like, it's yeah. so different. You know, buildings are. Old dilapidated buildings are disappearing and new stuff's popping off, um, you know, which can be both good and bad. But still, uh, it's
0: changing, you know. Um, speaking of changing, you may know about this more than I do, but they had talked about, they said the skyline may change soon, that we're going to get like a new tower building that's going to be taller than like the Wells, the Wells right. Fargo building and um, – the AT&T building. You know, we've got like four main buildings downtown there like, you know, heaviest corner and stuff. Right, right. Do you know anything about that? Or have I don't. you seen the renderings? No. Well, no. It's the first know. I've heard of that. Heard it here first. Me folks. and <laughs> me and Breaking. a coworker. Uh, yeah, we'll have to look it up. We'll see if we can find it, but um see if we can find some pictures. But yeah, there's a proposed building that's going up. Let's see if you can Google that, like new tallest building.
2: For who?
0: For it's just gonna be like retail and like i'm sure they're gonna have apartments and stuff in it but it's wild dude it looks like it's gonna be i think it's gonna be like the definitely the tallest building in downtown and I, I need to know more about it we'll just have to it's find tall
2: it. it's gonna be new and tall new and it's tall, going to be, it, is, it looks so <laughs> tall it's gonna be so
1: tall you No, know, i haven't i
0: haven't tall heard of building anything. coming All to right. Birmingham. Right. i think tall. katie found it um it's called the block And it's gonna be like the new tallest building in the city if they build it. And I think it's happening. I mean, um, so there's a there's a picture of it. Look at that thing, man! It's huge. Wow,
2: it's like Jenga.
0: And I don't know if it's gonna be like.
2: It looks wrong.
0: Mixed the block. I mean, not
2: bad, but it looks like. Scroll back down. It looks not right. (laughs) It's cool. It's so weird, dude. That's uh. Where is so anyway? I
0: missed the. Yeah, I'm wondering where it would go. Yeah, so it's Second, Second Avenue North. What is that by? Um, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff over there by but, Paramount. But anyways, yeah. So anyway, that that could be a new addition that's, to, that's to the city, man. It looks pretty. Wild. Must have missed that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. How did you hear about that? I think I just was be ham now, you there know, you just go. scrolling through and right and uh, yeah, I missed that, that one. That's up. crazy.
1: It's weird to think about them building an entirely new building that big. Um, since there's so many that are still just in
0: ruin.
2: That's <laughs> well I guess that's the thing. It doesn't look like anything else that we have downtown. Right. That looks out of place.
0: Looks like a new modern building yeah. that's going I don't know. Yeah.
2: But I mean you think of those buildings over there around Paramount and the what's over there? The ship, the John hand building. Yeah. The heaviest like, corner. Yeah, like that I don't know. That's not what I expected.
0: <laughs> but uh it's interesting. Well, I mean, you mentioned like there's older buildings that they could probably remodel or, right. or do some new stuff with. But I just remember
1: the the delay on like the Thomas Jefferson Tower, you know, where those condos are. Yeah. Um, it took forever for somebody to get in there. And eventually they renovated it and, you know, turned it into condos, but You know, it took forever. And there's still other buildings that are just sitting vacant now, too. Well,
0: I know that, like, okay, the Red Mountain Theater Company, Mm -hmm. they're building a new building over next to uh, not far from the park and, like, Buffalo Wild Wings and all that stuff. I think that's, uh, Mm -hmm. what, Third Avenue South? Did you
2: hear that Arby's bought out Buffalo Wild Wings for, like, $2 billion?
0: Yikes. I did Would not. Would you ever
2: uh, imagine that Arby's had $2 billion to spend?
0: <laughs> Who eats at Arby's? I like Arby's personally. I just had to interject Katie because that – You ever That's get wild. heated
2: on something, that kind of heated me. You didn't and like – the I don't like Arby's. You don't like the they Arby's They have either. the meat. They have the meat. I guess
0: and that – I guess I'm in the, the small percentile that I – I don't eat Arby's a lot, but occasionally I do not mind. You me get some roast beef wings at
2: Buffalo. <laughs> <Lines>. <laughs> <laughs> but, anyway, sorry to cut you off.
0: No, but, like, next to my office, um, right across the street, there's a building that the Red Mountain Theater Company was going to buy. They had CAD drawings online and everything, and they were going to mod it out to be used um, for whatever they are going to be doing with it. But they canceled the project because getting that building up to code and the limitations that, from my understanding, the limitations that the city was putting on them to make it, like, they couldn't change certain things. And maybe it's like a historic landmark of some kind. I don't know, but they right. would, it was cheaper for them to just go build, break ground, and build a new building than to try to make that building work. Yeah. So I can imagine that there's probably a lot of old buildings, and I know like the the old, um, I think it was like an insurance building. It's right over there next to uh, Publix downtown on uh, South Side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a that the big Liberty, white building, Liberty the Liberty Building,
1: National. I think.
0: Yeah, I've heard that that building's full of asbestos mm-hmm. and that's the reason nobody and there may be some construction going on now but like for the longest time nobody would touch it because right. the money it would take to get all that asbestos out and make it up to code and actually be usable you could just go build a building somewhere else and just yeah. start over you know? i was
1: shocked when uh, i saw that there was any renovations or, or somebody bought up the american life building on uh, the north side of birmingham that was a. Uh, popular like urban exploring spot for kids to go break into and go up on the roof because it had some pretty sweet views of the city and stuff but it was a wreck inside that place really yeah it was jacked up for sure um i was really surprised and now you drive past it and it's like all under construction it's got like brand new windows you can like peek into them and see new walls
0: and sheetrock and everything it's nuts so were you uh, ever into like the, the whole urban exploring? Yeah. Deal and
1: yeah. And so that was a part of the early years of this whole thing for Instagram. Be was half of it was me and maybe a buddy or two going around and shooting photos from climbing on the outside of buildings up on the roof or into the building, whatever uh, funny story got caught by a cop early on. Uh, this is when, this is like one of the few instances when I knew the Instagram be thing was taking off and, uh, I just was going out on a limb like, uh, sir, I'm doing it for this and explained who I was and what I was doing. And he's like, Oh yeah, I follow you. And he's like, Hey, do you mind showing me how to edit my photo? And I spent 30, the next, the next 30 minutes teaching a police officer how to edit his photo, his child's photos on his iPhone. And I was like, "All right, well, so we're good here." And he's like, "Yeah, man, just uh, don't come back." I'm like, "All right, cool, thanks, bye." And just like left. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty cool, man. You Uh, you gotta have a ticket there. Yeah, or something. But uh, yeah. So that was the early years of that, and then yeah, didn't want to have any jail time, so stopped doing it.
0: Well, a friend of mine, he's part of the whole, or he was, I don't know if he still is, uh, the whole Steel City Urbex. You heard yeah, of those? Justin was a part of it. Justin, yeah. yeah. And, uh, man, they would go to, like, these insane places. And right. they're, up, they're sitting on the edge of, like, the tops of these buildings, and I'm like, how did you even get up there? Right. You know, and um, they would uh, – With permission. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then I see these photos that have been popping up recently, like, all the, like – caves and stuff that are are the the mining yeah, tunnels the underground and stuff, all that stuff and yeah. i'm like I would never have the guts to go down there first of all. Like how do you even get to some of these tunnels and there's stuff? And apparently mine, they're all under the city. Yeah, there's
1: like mine shafts all underneath Birmingham with these like hidden rivers and stuff. It's pretty crazy. Um just the old abandoned mine shafts. You like don't I, even know I'm they're there. i
2: learning so much this episode.
0: I had it's, no idea. It's pretty that wild. Was a thing. Yeah, it's pretty it is wild. wild. Yeah, so Do you know uh, how to get to it? I was no. about to say do you do any <laughs> underground mine and shaft if I did I could not tell you. <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to get Justin back on here and ask him. There's uh
1: yeah, there's like an account underground Birmingham. Those guys do all that stuff. It's uh
0: it's nuts, dude. This yeah, I would be a perpetual fear that it would just like you know, you touch a wall and it just caves in on you. Right. Just die. Right.
1: There's a reason those things are blocked off. But uh it's pretty pretty interesting to see for sure. I mean it's a big mining city, you know. Uh like all over Red Mountain and stuff. It's pretty cool to see it though.
0: Yeah, you can see like the entrances. Like, if you go to like Red Mountain Park yeah. and just hiking those trails, right? And you can see, you can feel like air coming out. And it's like, dude, there's no telling how deep this goes. It's and always pretty
1: interesting taking people that aren't from here to places like that and they're like, what is that? And you explain, they're like, holy shit, like that's crazy. Like, you know, we're used to seeing these things growing up in Alabama, you know, somewhat. And then people from. Like my wife, for example, she's not from Alabama. She's from New Jersey. And she sees it and she's like, what? Like you guys were just running around. There's like an open mine shaft. like yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Anything for the photos, man. So <laughs>
2: when we talked to Nick, Nick of Eating Alabama, mm-hmm. he mentioned that a lot of people will reach out from out of state wondering right. where to eat around right, town. Right, right. Do you have people from out of town reach out to you like,
1: hey, Yeah, yeah. What? So like I'll get a lot of things, um, a lot more on the photography side. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we want to shoot like engagement or, you know, photos and things like that for clients. Do you have any ideas? You know, stuff like that. Okay. Uh, but then also the flip side, the same thing that he deals with as far as, like, hey, we're coming to town. Like, where should we eat? What should we drink? What should we not waste our time on? You yeah. know, things like that, um, which I'm not, uh, you know, I'm pretty open to everything. I'm like, dude, you can pretty much do anything in this town. You're going to have a good time, you know, and you'll be pleasantly surprised at what you do and what you see. Yeah. Uh, that's just how Birmingham is. Um of course i'll send people to my favorite things you know or what have you but uh it happens a lot okay what's your go-to for like Uh, hey
2: what i'm coming to birmingham i'll be here for three days what should i hit
1: so funny you say that so i do like a tour with like anybody who comes here for the first time and i like make it extra special you know we'll hit like the view to start things off up on the top of red mountain like looking into the city and like present the city that way and then like take you straight through and then maybe we go have a drink at a favorite spot uh you know favorite brewery what have you uh shout out good people michael sellers Shout out. uh yeah and uh <laughs> you know and go from there there's no shortage of good restaurants too i mean again take your pick there's so many good spots just matter what you want yeah. um so
0: you need to get a bus or something, man. I Do know. Like the, my wife was like, "You need to be
1: the like Beham bus tours or yeah, something." You need to be a tour guide. I was like, "Yeah, I mean, I enjoy that stuff. Like, I really, really thoroughly enjoy, again, presenting this city to people who just think, Oh, it's a bunch of racists down there.' You know, it's a shitty town. It's a ghost. T- you know, whatever. And then they come down. Like, I've my, with my wife being from New Jersey, she brings people from New York, New Jersey." Philly, Maryland, whatever, they all come down and they'll, you know, spend the night and I'll take them around town. They're like, Holy shit, this is like better than where I live. You know, like this is great. Yeah. So like, for example, my, my wife's nephew, he's like 11 years old. He wants to play baseball for Vanderbilt, but he lives in New Jersey like Northern New Jersey up in the mountains. Uh, He wanted to like live here. He like came and visited. He's like, I want to, I want to live here. Like, this is great. This is a baseball town. This is awesome. You know? Uh, And, and, and again, you know, i'm presenting it in a pretty (laughs) pretty great way i'm like hey it's not every day that you know all these things are going to happen but it is cool you can make it fun you know uh so i i I mean i don't know reach out shoot me a message if you want to
0: know where to go and i'll tell you where to go well let me know when you get your tour guide business i will i will because i feel like yeah just you know following accounts like yours and, and other people there's all these hidden gems and like you said earlier just new restaurants and bars and stuff popping up all the time can't keep up right Where maybe 10 years ago there was like nothing going on right and so it's it's pretty wild my wife
1: laughed about it because for a little while when uber was new i decided i was like i'm gonna drive uber in my spare time like whatever i got nothing else to do for a few hours and that's when it turned into the tour guide deal where like it'd be people from out of town like what should we do and i'm like funny you should say that (laughs) Like, let's go and I would take them around and halfway to like their destination. It'd be like a history tour, like and to your right, you know, <laughs> yeah, <dude. laughs> you were meant to do this. dude. It, it was fun, man. Uh, and it still is, you know, if anybody has any questions about stuff like that, yeah, don't hesitate to ask, uh, you know, I'll respond to stuff like that. Just, I love doing it. You know, I love telling people what's up as far as what's good, you know. Right. or anything they want to know about a place, you know, I'll, I'll find out for the both of us basically. So, that's cool, man. Yeah, so you, you, so got, you got, your got work cut out for you. You guys both grew up in Pleasant Grove, you said? Yes. Okay. Yes. Cool.
0: Whole life. I no, I um went to high school there and then okay. we moved away my senior year of high school.
2: Okay. It was like the year before the big tornado
0: hit. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so PG got destroyed big time when that F5 tornado went right through the middle yeah and um like my grandfather's apartment that he lived in and got mowed down and okay we had been gone for a few years at that point and um yeah my parents live up in trustville and then after me and katie got married we lived on highway 280 for a while and then we've been here for about four years
1: cool so cool. so
0: so yeah pg man right on <laughs> very small town Yeah, right. yeah yeah and uh kind of talking to Peter earlier or on the last episode, it was definitely, there's nowhere to skateboard if, mm-hmm. if, if that's your thing. So I had a tough time trying to oh, I'm sure. pursue that. And of course, my mom was like, I'm not taking you to downtown Birmingham, I'm dropping you off. Like, no, nah. so not happening. We, we would just skate at like the local church, you know, that yeah. had like some, Good some some stairs and slappies some Slappies on some stuff. curbs yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it was fun. We made the best of it. For so sure. It was cool. So I grew
1: up, uh, like I told you before in Hoover Vestavia, but prior to that, I lived out where my grandparents live in Walker County. So I was very close oh, to, we got a some being, friends from
0: Walker County. Yeah, it was
1: very close to being out there for, you know, the rest of my life. But, uh, you know, around like second grade, my mom, we moved out here to Birmingham. But it's funny because like thinking back on about Birmingham in general and growing up here it was just something from a distant that I would see and just be like, man, that's awesome. You know, passing the building right now with, you know, all the Christmas lights or whatever on the side of it, those are things that I would pass on the interstate. Like that's that rules, you know, and then like being drawn into it after moving out here, it's been an interesting process throughout like childhood to adulthood, you yeah. know, to like now it's like up, in my face, like up close and personal, as opposed to passing on the interstate, like, man, yeah. that's the big city. That's the big city. Yeah. The big city. yeah. <laughs> and then the you go one. to other
0: big cities and it's like, I, I think Birmingham is just big enough. Right. You know what I mean? Like I go to Atlanta and I'm like, dude, this sucks. Like, yeah. It sucks. The traffic's terrible. Chattanooga is a cool town. Chattanooga is very cool. I we like it. There but about, it's, it's pretty close to this. Yeah. We went there, what, two years ago and, um, I just hung it. out and explored and stuff. It's really cool. Really cool. Bad. Yeah. It's a cool spot
1: for sure. Um. Yeah, Birmingham's unique in that, and I, I do like the size. You know, I'm glad we're not yeah. in Atlanta. I'm glad I'm not sitting in traffic for four hours. That would suck. <laughs> so you live in Hoover? Uh No, no, no. So now I live, uh, I grew up there, but I've lived downtown for, I don't know, a long time. But uh so we live right on the edge of like where Irondale and Crestline meet, you know, okay. not far, right down the road. Yeah, so you're not far from yeah, us. Yeah, cool. right down here, yeah, I uh, was like 15 different names like
0: Holiday Gardens Eastwood area or
1: something so yeah well, when
0: people ask me where I live I usually just claim Avondale even though technically we're in Crestwood right but we're right on the edge like one more street over and you're in Avondale right, right. And Crestwood is so big mm-hmm. so most of the time I'm just like yeah we're in we're in Avondale whatever
1: right on so so what, quick question so I'm gonna flip it on to you guys uh, what who whose idea was it to kick off the
0: podcast
2: uh, the B big guys right here
0: nice so we may have talked about this it's on funny we tell this story
2: every time before the podcast but we've never said it on the podcast
0: really I guess not I guess we haven't talked about it so yeah um Zach had a podcast with some friends of his called the mochi mochi podcast that he did and I didn't know anything about podcasting when he got into it but I just remember watching his show he did with his friends, and they're just goofing off and having guests on. And yeah, yeah. It was really cool. It was really well done. Nice. And so I was always really impressed by that. Thank you. Put a and lot of hard work into that. A lot of hard work, and then that kind of ended, and I'll kind of let you say. So you it know. was just
2: a lot, pretty much the same setup we have now, okay. but I was doing, we didn't have a switcher, mm-hmm. so I was doing all the post-production, all the... Editing and YouTube stuff, the marketing for Instagram, the website that we had, then publishing to iTunes and Spotify. Before, it was like super easy to do that. But it had yeah. the
0: video element, so it wasn't like just setting up some mics and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it was like video and it's, all, like, yeah. it's just like yeah. this with video nice, with cameras nice. and all that stuff, so a whole lot to do. And it
2: just became too much. It was there was a lot to take on for one person. For sure. So we kind of you know, yeah. went our different ways. And Alex was like, yo, if you ever want to do it again, let's do it. Yeah, and I yeah. was like, I will do it only if I have help doing it. I was right. like, I, I just can't can't do everything. I can't do everything by myself again. And uh, now, really, Alex does the majority of everything. Yeah, so it's, he does all the little tweaks and stuff in post production, which cool. is minimal, I guess.
0: Yeah, it's not bad. Like, definitely having a my beautiful wife over there doing the switching for us. <laughs> the brains of the operation. Yeah, she, she really is the she, backbone. She's the backbone of the show. Yeah. Um, she. Uh, the post production is not as bad as what he was having to deal with before. Right. And so, really, I just add titles and stuff and cool kind of tweak the audio a little bit. And make stuff. me pretty. Yeah, try to, man. Awesome. Try to make you look good. Nice uh, little hair, maybe. But uh, yeah, I think I could probably add that in. Cool. And, you know, uh, yeah. give you an old photo There's like There's like to work Instagram with. Instagram filter for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's been a cool hobby. You no, know, it's just great. something to do, especially since we are just been stuck at home and you're not doing a whole lot. So, no. we Kind of took on this. And,
1: and your set's awesome. Thank you, I'm man. Jealous. Yeah,
0: we ch- tried to make it semi-cool. We kind of raided, like, just I know we mentioned that before, but we raided our parents' house, just all our old toys and just oh, junk that my parents never threw away. We were like, dude, we used oh, the to penny decorate, too. man. It'd be cool. No, it looks good. I so, like it appreciate it I have a
1: detached garage at my house and I was like, should I turn that into a podcast studio? You know, my wife is like, no, you shouldn't.
0: No. <laughs> Dude, if I had a detached garage, I'd probably turn it into, have you seen those guys on YouTube that do the garage bars? You uh-uh. seen see any of that? Mm-hmm. Man, it's seriously like a miniature bar. Right? And uh Can we pull that up? Maybe we can like pull a garage it up? bar. It's really <laughs> cool, man, and I mean, it's just like another man cave type thing, right, right. but like some guys there was a little news thing about some dudes up in like New Jersey or something that did it, and they don't have to have a liquor license because they just give the alcohol away. It's just right. for buddies and All stuff. All for tips. But yeah. it's like it's super legit. Like they have like a full working bar with the taps and everything. It's just yeah. built in their garage. And I was like, dude, if I could do that in my garage, if I have a garage. There's some pretty interesting videos on YouTube. Wow. So, um, so some of these are more DIY, but the ones that that I looks pretty official. Saw, to me. It was like super professionally done. Really that's cool. cool. So that's what I would do.
1: Yeah, I actually work in my garage, so I I have an old 4Runner, my second old 4Runner, where I always like constantly tinker with it. So didn't really have space for any podcast studio action for now.
2: Do it in the truck.
1: That's right. <laughs> yeah. I'll do like a Stevo version I don't know if you ever saw his but his early podcast was him driving around in like a sprinter van with microphones on suction cups from the windows and his guests would be in the passenger seat I didn't see that it's pretty interesting that's what I I initially pitched
2: to Alex because he had a Harley parked here before yeah I was like let's don't build out a set let's don't do guests let's set up like two or three cameras we'll wear lavaliers yeah and then just the banter that we have while working as brothers on this Harley We'll we'll just cut that into an episode and make that.
0: Yeah. I nice. was like,
2: But there's so much work. Dude, it would be so much work. <laughs> yeah. We're not just talking, we're actually working. And I was like, That's the beauty of it because it starts, the the bike is in pieces. Right and then the last episode it's the bike's done. Yeah. Otherwise, you're never yeah, going to work but on that thing. I don't <laughs> even know how to work
0: on it. That's the thing. It would just be us, like, tinkering and breaking stuff. So. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, yeah. Nice. So the podcast has been a lot of fun. Yeah, it's cool. great. The episodes
1: have been good. i got to commend you guys.
0: So um, throughout running this account for the last eight years, have there been any, like, memorable, mo- memorable moments or, or big things that have happened that kind of – Got you to where you are now, I guess.
1: Uh, yeah, one of one of the major things that happened and it was
0: pretty funny. Um, I'm out a park in
1: Homewood, snapping photos just for the account. Um, it's like over near Homewood High School, Sanford University, and then my phone starts blowing up, and I'm just like, "What is going on?" But I, I just threw it on silent and threw it back in my bag, and like kept walking. It's like oh, I'll check it later. I get to my car after I'm done snapping a few photos or whatever, and um, I open my phone. It turns out Andrew Zimmern from Bizarre Foods had shouted out the account on Twitter. And I'm like, holy shit, like, how did this happen? You know, and, and his like little shout out was like, check this account out of Birmingham, Alabama, I discovered while posting my own photos. It just so happened at the same time, he was in town uh, filming an episode. And so I guess he was posting photos of Birmingham, but I guess somewhat exploring the city through maybe location tag or however. And he found the account that way. And then, like, all the people were, like, blowing it up, saying, oh, yeah, follow the account's great, blah, blah, or or whatever, or just interacting with his tweet, which was blowing my phone up. It's pretty nuts. Uh, shortly thereafter, I, like, responded and said, hey, like, thanks. That's pretty cool of you to do that. You know, it's just a thing. And I explained the whole premise, like, just trying to – show off the city dude i love it here that's it and uh the guy ended up being super rad and he's like hey you should come out and and hang out while we film and
0: so i'm like what so dude. what year was this
1: uh, fuck i don't know 2013 14 somewhere in there okay. uh you can find it on the instagram bm account because i've shared it fuck at the same <laughs> every year at the anniversary <laughs> the same day like oh, this is fucking crazy
0: Dude, that's awesome. Uh, where was he doing the say he was doing the Bizarre was, Foods thing? Or yeah, he's got like so, ten shows. I mean, he does like so many things.
1: That was the Bizarre Foods episode <laughs> where he went to Hot and Hot Fish Club. And then uh, I always forget. What
0: kind name. of bizarre foods would they have? At hot, so hot fish well, they club. went to the Asian market. Fish head or something? no? <laughs> so
1: was, this hot is the fish eyes. This is the crazy thing. They, they <laughs> went to eyes. the uh, <laughs> <spicy eyes. laughs> They went to the Asian market and bought like a frog, like this oh, massive ew. frog, <sighs> dude. And then like they cut out, and I was there when they were doing this. So you went night. and hung out. Yeah, I'm there. Okay. And uh, Chris Hastings, the chef, was there with him filming. And uh, Chris Hastings' wife was, like, standing beside me after I explained, like, hey, I was invited, you know, whatever. And so uh, they, like, like – Who is this dude? <laughs> yeah, it was a big deal. Like, hey, what do you want, you know? <laughs> uh, and anyway, so they, like, cut open the frog and then, like, pull out the frog's heart, and the heart is still beating. And as it's beating in the palm of his hand, I want to say it's Chris Hastings. It might have been Andrew. I can't remember which. What? Ate it, like, while it was still, like, pulsating. Yeah, you can see it on what you can look it up. It's probably on YouTube. It's pretty gnarly. That
0: is gnarly. Mm. Man, what, is is they that like, like a z- delicacy? Yeah, <laughs> I guess.
1: I don't know. Some, <laughs> but they like beating frog hearts. You, see it, <laughs> like, you see it pumping. It's it's nuts, dude. Um, that's so crazy. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. I gotta look that up. That's
2: man. in Birmingham. Yeah,
1: yeah. It was at, hot, yeah. it was at the old uh, hot and hot fish club, you know, over near Tom and Jerry's, like headed towards highland
2: i'm learning so much about this city
1: so that's one of the few things another thing was uh this is pretty cool this is a life goes full circle kind of deal um as a teenager i was a skateboard punk got in a lot of trouble like legal trouble as a kid Uh and uh yeah so uh it is what it is but i'm glad i got it out of my system early in life you know as an adult clean slate good to go learn from all of it but anyways so having been in legal trouble as as an at an early age um i fast forward to now and then one of the most bizarre things happened so like when i was getting off of probation as a teenager um, a judge the judge that i had to go see i had i had completed everything they had asked of me you know i'd done like drug testing whatever the case you know checked in, did everything by the book, straight and narrow. Did
0: you run somebody over?
1: No, but so I go to I go to the court or whatever and I'm not wearing a tie. And the judge was like, "Why aren't you wearing a tie?" And I was like, "Well, I don't know how to tie a tie." And he was like, "Okay." He's like, "Well, I want you to come back in 6 months and learn how to tie a tie, and I want you to tie it in front of the courtroom." So now he just extended probation 6 months. What? Just for a tie after having completed Everything they had asked of me,
0: oh dude, that's a drag
1: at as a teenager, you know, as you can imagine, I was pretty pissed. was like, I'd are be crushed. you
0: freaking serious? Like, no, I'm, no, no, I'm supposed to be done
1: I'm <laughs> supposed to be drinking beers tonight with my bros, But no, I'm just kidding, but uh yeah, so i'm pretty- I'm mad, you know, and anyway, so fast forward to today, I get it. I understand what he meant by that because everyone in that courtroom was in like bunny slippers, not even like giving a shit, and I'm in a suit. I'm dressed up, like, ready to go, but I'm not wearing a tie. It was kind of a life lesson thing. Like, hey, man, like, go all the way. You know, like, you don't know how to do this? Learn how to do it. You know, whatever. And he kind of picked up on who I was and maybe home life for me or whatever. Like, okay, dad's not there. Learn how to tie tie on your own kind of deal. Whatever. You know, something like that. Um, So it made sense as an adult. Fast forward, life comes full circle. This dude is retweeting and reposting on instagram instagram behem posts and then i like pick up on it and see it in my notifications and it's that same judge that like made me tie the tie and uh, oh wow it's pretty wild yeah that is uh, wild man and i had to reach out to him i was like hey man just want to let you know i hated your guts but uh <laughs> i get it and thank you you know Guess uh, who tied his tie today, boy. <laughs> that's right. When I came back to court, I was like, all right, do you want double Windsor, single Windsor? <laughs> I, know a wall, I know them all, man. I'm prepared. I know tying, all of them.
2: Everybody's ties in that courtroom. Bow, like, bow tie? Yeah. yeah.
1: So, hey, come here. Before you go in there, let me, let me tie you up real quick. Yeah. Dude, uh, that's,
0: that's crazy, man.
1: So that's that's the second one. A third one was, uh, and this is just, I'll just wrap this up real quick. Revlon, the makeup company, reaching out about a photo i had shared that a community member had shared with me uh, that I had reposted. They wanted to take that photo and put it in times square and they wanted to buy the photo as a part of like some ad campaign they had. Um, but they had reached out to me about it thinking like it's mine and I'm like, no, 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 no. Like that's not mine. It's this person. Let me connect you with them. I don't know what exactly happened with that, but either way it's still bizarre that they found it through, the account that I'm running that I created for fun, you know, and then it could have blossomed into this, whether it did or not. I don't know. Uh, I tried to reach out to the, to the person and say, Hey, did they hit you up about this? You know, maybe they did. Maybe they didn't. I don't know. Either way, it was still pretty cool. That's cool. Uh, well, the
0: internet being what it is, I mean, like it small makes town the, Birmingham I too, know. you know, it just makes the whole world a lot smaller. Right. I guess, you know, it's kind of a double-edged sword. There's a million people on the internet, but there's also like, gives anybody the chance to kind of get noticed by these big brands or right, to make right. a career of something that they've yeah. otherwise not even thought about. So. so
1: those are just a few, but, um, yeah, it's been a, it's been a life changing thing for me. It's connected me to so many great people, um, locally and beyond. There's several people that met because of Instagram behem Uh, in the early days we used to do like radio shows at iron city, uh, with Birmingham mountain radio and stuff. And then, uh, these little meetups and things. And those yeah. people became friends at those events. And now they like sell their artwork together at all the, you know, sidewalk sales or whatever it is. in all these different suburban towns or downtown, whatever the case may be, these people are like best friends because of it. There's, and I, and I still am in contact with a lot of those folks. And it's pretty cool to see it. Um, you know, lifelong best friends were made because of this account. I know a guy, firsthand whose career jumped off because he won a contest that i put on for a local business and now he like has worked for that business for seven years you know it's insane that's crazy yeah i mean
0: the impact you have yeah Yeah, that's so cool i wouldn't
1: say i wouldn't say the impact i have It, it was like it was a simple idea, and people ran with it and made it successful. Like yeah. it's definitely more it's community, not, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's Based, not me. Yeah, yeah. You know, of course I run the account, but it is not me. It is its own thing, and I appreciate the people who are a part of it and made it possible. Cool. And uh, there's so many out there, and uh, it's just been fun to witness, dude. It's been great. I mean, hell, it connected me to you guys. Yeah. Pretty cool. That is uh, cool, man. Yeah. So. As
0: soon as I yeah, I saw like. Uh, When you commented on one of our posts or something, I was like, "Oh, dude, we made it, man! (laughs) We got his attention. That's so cool." Dude,
1: I mean, yeah, you guys are doing it right. Uh, And it's great. The uh, and I'm not just you know blowing smoke up your ass. You guys are doing a good job. Well, Well, thanks. uh, Episodes are good. The people you've got on are good. I'll give you a whole scroll of other people you need to have on next. Sure, man. Well, we're always looking forward to that. Many more
0: years of this. Well, awesome. thanks for coming on, man. This was a yeah. blast. And thanks. Uh, for anybody that's listening or watching, definitely uh, check out the account and yeah, stay sure. up to know what's going on in the ham. Thanks right. for
1: coming. Thanks.